welcome to Living Life Purple Podcast, your safe space for interactive healing techniques that you can apply today. My intention is that you use this podcast as an opportunity for self-love and self-healing to help you move into a more powerful vibration as you listen so that you can have a joy-filled life and a wonderful day. Enjoy. Hi guys, welcome to Healing Talks. This is Lisa and I am here with my niece Megan Lopez. Hi everyone. And we've recorded a few podcasts that are up on the channel um, in the past and I'm currently in La Jolla, San Diego right now visiting for a few days and this is where Megan lives. So we were on the phone last night and I was just asked her if she had time to come in and meet me so that we can record a few more. Um, and that's what we're gonna we're gonna get going in them because I got some good responses from people who loved the fact that you're my niece and we're talking and we're working together and we have a very very close relationship and I think I just was kind of uh, passionate about putting more together especially for more of a younger audience because I am 43 I just turned 43 and Megan how old are you? 28 this weekend yeah and we've been (laughs) we've been really close since I mean for as long as I can remember we've been very close and so I love chatting with Megan because it helps me to get connected to you know what women and girls her age are dealing with and in their self-discovery of themselves Mm -hmm. and I'm all about empowering women and particularly around self-love, healing, spirituality, um, all of those things. So I just love being able to talk with you about it and getting connected to like your age demographic in particular. So thanks for being here. Of course. So what we're going to talk about today is a subject because I asked Megan, what do you like, what do you want to talk about? And because it kind of came from my heart. I was like, I want to invite you to have to do some podcasts with me again but I wanted to allow what came up for you to be the subjects Mm -hmm. and then what ended up coming up for you was talking about something that you're actually dealing with right now which was perfect um, around spirituality God getting connected and in particular for people who might not be doing that through an organized religion Mm-hmm. ever or not anymore yes yeah that was something that I really wanted to talk to you about regardless of if we were going to podcast about it because it has been something that's been on my mind a lot um, I grew up in a Catholic religion uh, my family are youth leader my parents are youth leaders so grew up going to church every Sunday and um, even into like just about two years ago Um, being a part of Bible studies and I just um, you know one day kind of just clicked to me that I wasn't feeling like I was really connecting with God through this religion Mm. and there was a lot of things that didn't I just was kind of forcing myself to believe Mm. and I just you know I don't know if it's part of age I feel like there wasn't really outside influences but I felt like just I needed to start being true to myself and mm-hmm. what I really truly believed in mm-hmm. and what I've really felt was right, like not 
from other people telling me what to believe. And so this has just kind of been this like self-discovery, this spiritual journey that I'm on. Um, So with all that said, I have been just struggling with like getting connected to God without you know, the practices that I grew up doing as far as going to church every Sunday, reading certain scriptures, um, that was kind of like the practices that I would do to get connected with God. And so now that I'm not practicing those, you know, it's kind of like, where do I go for for that guidance? And mm-hmm. how, how do I pray without <laughs> being so specific? I still do believe in God. I believe in higher power. I believe in afterlife. I just, um, yeah, I just, I want to kind of discover it like on my own and get that connection with God on my own. And I believe that we're capable of that, Yeah, you know, as amazing humans that have such powerful intuition and, you know, so yeah, yeah. that's kind of what I wanted to talk to you about. And I felt like you were the per- perfect person too, because you are always talking about God and getting, feeling connected with God. And, um, and you're also, I mean, yeah, I'm not sure you, Go where ahead. you stand on like your like if I know that you like are kind of just spiritual right and you're also not really part of any organized religion so yeah 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 that's that's correct so mm-hmm. and I think um a lot of people might think that I am of a Christian faith or uh, some type of organized religion faith I don't really get asked that question a lot um but I do definitely talk about God all the time. It's it's definitely part of my life. It's who I feel like I'm mostly connected to. And I think anybody who knows me gets that right away because I'm very open about... Your tattoo says God. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Or and is it dog? <laughs> no. It's God. I love it. I it love could it. be both. Like a Sammy heard dog. Yeah. <laughs> Her dog Sammy's right here. Sammy, my husky, is here being so quiet. I know. <laughs> so, yeah. And it's great because I was uh, talking to my boyfriend who is uh, not of any organized religion. And when we first started talking about what I believe in, it turns out we believe in very similar things. Um, And he asked if I started, if I could talk about God and what that means. And because there's a bringing into like the God conversation also inside of holistic healing, because what I believe is getting connected to that pure love source wisdom energy that's complete peace complete uh, harmony and that really taps into truth and your innate wisdom with each person having the ability to connect into the deepest level of truth for themselves and what I like about doing a discovery and building a relationship with God that is very personal to each person I like talking about this and being a person who can help explain what this is because part of my purpose is to bring people closer to God and to invite that conversation in to explain what it looks like for each person and how it differs from an organized religion perspective. And so um, I grew up so I'll just say a little bit about about my background is I grew up 
going to Catholic school up until I think I was it was like first grade to fourth grade and then after that I remember going to church my family really wasn't that religious um, but I liked going and it was a place that I felt connected to God and I remember when I would go to church and I was a little girl I used to think I wanted to be a nun because the nuns were married to God <laughs> and I was like well that's what I want to do <laughs> and so as I got older I realized that doesn't really resonate for me but the concept of of having a complete you know marriage like partnership to God was definitely something that was true for me and is still 100% true for me and I ended up t getting my son into a Christian school so Robert my son went to a Christian Lutheran school from first grade to eighth grade and I never really adapted into believing the Christian beliefs but I loved the school I loved that that he was going to get to learn about love and forgiveness most importantly in the school and the people were really really nice to me I loved that it was a private school it had small teacher um, child count what was that like uh, the ratio was very nice and I was a very young mom because I had my son when I was 16 and I went and looked at several schools and unfortunately I did feel like most of the schools didn't really respect me as a mom because I was a single mom um, and I was so young mm -hmm. and when I went to this small I just drove past it one day and I was like I'm gonna go check out the school and I went and looked at it and they were so gracious and so kind and very very respectful to me and I was like this is gonna be where I want my son to go to school so it was more like a connection with the people than it was a connection with yeah, and the also religion. them like also helping you like raise Robert in a sense, you know, teaching them like the morals and ethics that you wanted him to learn. Yeah, and I very much appreciate organized religion. Like I've studied different ones and having Robert be at the school for eight years, he actually learned a lot about the Christian faith and my son ended up choosing to be atheist. So even though I put him in a school that was completely you know every day he had a subject of religion and I was always very honest with him when he'd come home and ask me questions I would give him the answer that was true to my heart I would give him free choice mm -hmm. as an option I would say you do what feels right for you yeah and I always wanted to encourage him to do what felt right for him because that goes into the holistic healing and taking a holistic approach to your body and your mind and your spirit. And so when he would ask me these questions and, and a lot of times he would say, mom, they said this was wrong or they said this was right or they said this was good or they said this was mm -hmm. bad. And I used to say, well, I don't really believe that everything is one thing for everybody yeah so what do you think and I would encourage him to think through these questions and rules because there was you know rules that were get, being introduced to him 
And when he'd come home and ask me about them, we would have just like an open conversation about it. And I would tell him, well, I don't really believe that, but you could think about it as you get older and then you can choose what you believe. Yeah. I think that's amazing that you guys are able to have that open like dialect and I definitely if I have kids so like I can't wait to be so open with them <laughs> because I really didn't get that and um yeah and it's kind of sad to me which is another thing that I you know kind of struggle with is like when you're so young and impressionable and you're like told these things over and over it's like you almost don't have a choice to think because you're you know this is just what you're told and you're young and you're gonna believe it so it yeah it took me so long to start like thinking for myself you know so yeah and that was true because I used to think well I don't like you know where does brainwashing begin and where does free thought and free choice start because I thought just because I'm his mom doesn't give me the right to teach him exactly what I believe like how is that how is that natural? How is that fair? Because he's his own person. He is on his own spiritual journey. He mm -hmm. still is. Yeah. You know, like right now he's barely starting to open up to a conversation about God, mm -hmm. but it has nothing to do with an organized religion. Mm -hmm. And I encouraged him to read about different religions um, because as he got older, he was like, well, I don't know if I believe that. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, well, I think I'm going to read about, you know, um, Judaism and I'm going to read about the Buddha. And he would like go and read and get books. Yeah. And he ended up reading about a variety of religious concepts and beliefs. Yeah, I think that's great, too, because, I mean, you could definitely take away things that you learned from from every religion, I'm sure. And, yeah, apply it to your life how you'd like. Yeah. And my whole thing was do what feels right to you. I have no judgment on it. So I remember when you um, would invite me to your Christian church, this was maybe like four or five years ago, mm -hmm. and I always accept an invitation to church because I think it's one of the most kind things to do. So my aunt, you, um, my brother, different people have invited me to go to their church and I see it as a complete act of love. Like, I love you and I want you to come and be in this space that I also love. And one of my favorite things to do is to accept that invitation and I go and I pray and I get connected to God and I don't have to take on everything that they talk about. Mm -hmm. um, so I go with an open heart. I go with love. I love holding hands of somebody that I know mm -hmm. and, and praying. I remember I used to do that with you and be like, when it was time to pray, I'd grab your hand. And it was like one of the nicest things. And I do also like praying in groups. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, great, I can go, I can get connected wherever I go. Yeah. Um, and I don't have to judge the belief systems of others. Mm -hmm. So I go in peace and I go in love and I go in harmony and I go in like this deep appreciation for their sacred space mm -hmm. because I think that organized religion can definitely work for some people and when it does it's a beautiful thing and sometimes if you move past that or if it doesn't resonate for you then maybe it's time for you to go into your own personal relationship and journey which we can talk a little bit more about that because that's something that I really like to um, 
teach is having the personal relationship. And so again, just I want to reiterate to those people who, um, when I talk about holistic healing, they sometimes wonder, is this going against my belief systems? Hmm. And I'm like, no, you could just bring your belief systems into the conversation because what I'm actually talking about is getting connected to trust, faith, forgiveness, and love Mm -hmm. and peace. Are those all things that your chosen organized religion believes in? And most of them say yes. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, great. So in those very important aspects, we do align. There is no um, conflict there. Yeah. And if you're not part of an organized religion or that isn't resonating for you anymore then I also think then that is part of your growth and that is part of your journey and it's a wonderful and beautiful and very special thing to learn how and you could do these simultaneously as well um, but to learn how to have a deep personal close relationship with God Mm -hmm. outside of that so you can have it with it But you can also have it without. And like, for example, my son right now is like, well, I might believe in God. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, you could, you know, whatever resonates for you, whatever you want to choose to believe in. But he goes, but I don't know if it's the same God that everybody else is talking about. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, you don't have to compare it. It doesn't have to match. Mm -hmm. And because he also still identifies as an atheist. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, what does that mean to you? You know, and you're constantly growing with this conversation. And I think the longer you're on this planet and the longer you're in your body and dealing with life, this is a thing that's ever evolving. Mm -hmm. And that's a beautiful thing to understand and accept that you are constantly growing. Through life, there's change. Um, Through life, there's suffering. Through life, there's more love. Through life, there's death. And with all of these different things that you end up experiencing in your lifetime that just takes years and years and years for things to change, come in, go out, Mm -hmm. birth of, of children, loss of people, all of these things are continuing to change you and continuing to nurture that relationship with God. So you are changing, you're growing, and you can have an opportunity to have a deeper, uh, more profound connection to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Everybody's on their own spiritual journey. Yeah. Their life. And there isn't a place for me to say, well, that's wrong or right. And so for me, that's where sometimes it's challenging with certain organized religions that definitely see things as black and white yes i usually don't because i take a non-judgmental stand and i think well i i can't judge how you feel or think and whatever you did in that moment that was what you felt was right so i can't even really entertain the point of saying you shouldn't have done that or that's wrong or right. I don't think that's really, that's not part of a spiritual growth or journey for me because I think everything has a purpose and you learn and you grow and you change. And so I kind of like to take that on instead of feeling like wrong or right tends to bring 
judgment, fear, uh, non-accepting of self, mm -hmm. and shame. shame, regret. And those emotions are actually what I try to offset for people so that they can be healthy. Yes. So when you start to have all these negative emotions come up for you because of this, um, then, I, then I would wonder, is this really helping you anymore? Or is it starting to hurt you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one of the biggest things for me was, like, why would, why, if I'm not judging somebody, like, why would God, like, if some, if, you know, if something, somebody did something, like, you know, sexually or whatever the case, like, I don't, like, I still love them, I, I don't think they're a bad person, why would God think that, and so mm -hmm. that's what made me start questioning things, and once I, like you just said, once I started losing that judgment for other people, and starting losing that judgment for myself, like it really just freed my spirit. Yeah. And that's kind of what was my like awakening is like, I'm like, I'm done with those negative emotions. Like I just, yeah, I want to fill myself with love, with acceptance for myself, for others. Mm -hmm. um, that's what's gonna like progress our world. And I think what you just said right now was, you know, you said a word that I love, which is freed up myself. And I think that freedom is one of the best feelings to have so I teach a lot about connecting to positive emotions and not having fear-based emotions and so that's sometimes where that can surface a little more is where you start to become very fearful in life which is actually contradictory to what it you know certain things or even if you believe in the Bible it, it says many 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 times to trust Mm -hmm. trust 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 so then if the if you're attempting to trust then fear and trust don't live in the same space you either trust or you're fearful mm -hmm. and so when you're in that vibration of being freed up then I think that's a more positive place for you to be mm -hmm. than being fearful or feeling like you have to stay restricted or else you're going to be judged mm -hmm. or you're doing something wrong yeah yeah. So what are some of the practices that you do to connect with God? Well, I mean, for me, I started connecting to God when I was seven. I was very, very young. And I remember um, the first few times it was because I had, uh, one was when I was in a car accident and I had gotten thrown from a car and my, I was bleeding internally. Oh my God, I didn't know this. Yeah. <laughs> I was bleeding internally. I got thrown from a car and uh, I was, I broke my ribs, punctured my lungs. How old were you? I seven? was pro, I think I was like seven, maybe, oh I think. And um, we were doing this like cross country drive from Texas and they woke us up really early in the morning and let us sleep in the van. And then unfortunately the person who's supposed to be driving also fell asleep and then ended up going off the road and so I was the only one that got thrown from the van and was landed you know on the ground and it was raining really really hard and I remember waking up my mom was there she was screaming she was like in a panic they course, they couldn't yeah. find me they didn't know where I was at oh 
And then finally some neighbors found me and they were like, she's over here. And then everybody rushed over there and then the paramedics came. And I remember they were all really afraid and I didn't feel afraid. And so this was like my biggest memory of feeling the presence of God Mm -hmm. because I didn't even feel the rain on me. Like I didn't feel cold. I felt completely at peace. I felt warm. I felt loved. Um, I did not feel afraid at all. And they kept asking me questions to try to keep me up because Mm -hmm. I was, I guess, you know, weak and going unconscious. They were trying to keep me awake. Yeah. And I remember feeling like, why are you bothering me? <laughs> like, why are you, like, leave me alone. I just want to feel this feeling. Yeah. And they were asking me questions like, my, what is my name and what is my birthday and things like that. And I just remember thinking, why are they asking me silly questions? You know, like <laughs> I didn't understand. And then it was later that I had to end up doing surgery and I ended up making it fine. And I remember my parents were very scared after this. And I think it definitely traumatized my mom. Um, But it didn't traumatize me. I felt super blessed. And then a little bit after that, another incident happened where I saw a picture of of a burn victim uh, from her parent, the parent actually burning her child. And it was horrific. I shouldn't have looked at the picture. My mom told me not to look at the picture, but I looked at it anyways. And I got really, really sad. And I also remember in that moment, um, I went outside and I got super connected to God. And the communication I felt was, it's okay because in people's deepest despair, in people's deepest pain, they actually won't feel that. they'll feel love and they'll feel peace so don't worry because I felt so sad for this child like how could someone do this Mm -hmm. and it broke my heart it broke my little girl human pure heart but then that came in and so as a young person what I realized was that God comes in to connect with you and to take away your pain and so I don't have to worry because this life can get very confusing because you're like how can all of these bad things happen Mm -hmm. and it breaks people's hearts to feel and see the pain Mm -hmm. that other people have to endure it almost makes you feel guilty like why is this fair you know that I get this life and someone else gets this life or I haven't been hurt and abused and this other you know, other people have mm-hmm. and so what I realized at a very young age was that it's okay because in those moments for people they do get access to this feeling and for example with my son when you know my mom used to worry like how come he doesn't believe in God you know she would get very um concerned And I would say, it's okay. Like, I'm not worried about it Mm -hmm. because he's on his path. He's on his journey. Mm -hmm. And I know that he has access to whatever he's going to need whenever it's his time. Yeah. So I don't have to worry about him. It's just not my job. When you say his time? His time to connect to 
what he will perceive as God, his time to connect to the emotions, the energy, Mm -hmm. the like tapping into something, Mm -hmm. you know, like I don't have control of his time. Yeah. That's going to come when it's right for him. Yeah. And I never wanted to try to control that because even when you try to control it, it doesn't work. So I'm like, well, if this is what he is feeling, then it's perfect. There is nothing wrong with how he is feeling in his time. Mm -hmm. It's up to him. And if I try to go in and force any conversations or force that he's supposed to believe exactly like me, then that takes me into fear and control, Mm -hmm. which is not what I want to be in. I want to be in love, trust, faith, and allowing. So that's for me to stay in. So if I get in his lane, then now I'm out of my lane. So to answer your question, for me, I would go outside to get connected to God. Um, Because it's kind of where I guess I found it or where I would um, feel the most connected. And I, that's part of why I like to talk about connecting in nature mm-hmm. because in nature is where God energy exists. It's the pure harmony of our world. It's the universe. It's the elements. And it's like we can't live without nature. So for me, going outside always was a good access point. Mm -hmm. But it's different for everybody. You know, I would say to see where you find peace at. Mm -hmm. I remember I used to even go drive Mm -hmm. when uh, my son was younger. I would find this peace driving. I still probably do that because now I'm like driving across country and doing all. And I feel super connected to God when I'm driving. Mm -hmm. But everybody lives in different places so it really just depends on where you're at basically just having alone time quiet time I think alone time is probably a key element um I know for me it's like if I'm in a situation like I will practice getting connected to God like when I'm at an airport so I'm in crowds of people and I will focus on getting connected and praying Mm -hmm. um I also combine, like, to me, meditation and prayer are pretty much the same thing. Okay. And so when I'm in, sometimes when I'm in crowds of people and it's, like, loud and noisy and it starts to not feel as good, then I I actually go and get connected with God during that time. I do it a lot on airplanes as Mm -hmm. well. Um, So I do do it in crowds of people as a way to meditate and self-soothe myself Mm -hmm. but then I also do it just by myself in nature a lot so sometimes after being around people for days at a time I will definitely feel like I need to just go and be alone Mm -hmm. and I like to do it outside but I guess to answer your question probably being alone Mm -hmm. um when you really want to start listening when it's new Mm -hmm. I would say being alone yeah And yeah, like I get what you're saying though. Like even if you are in a crowd of people, you're basically just tapping into like your higher self and just really focusing on, on your like, you know, conversation with God or with yourself through your meditation. Yeah. And I think, you know, for me, God is, there's this feeling that I feel when I get connected to God, 
which is it's almost like this overwhelming feeling like I feel like I want to cry mm-hmm. and I feel that all the time it always has the same effect on me like it moves my heart in such a way that it brings tears in my eyes almost every single time and I just love it it just what makes me it? so happy yeah <laughs> what is it that like you're like usually like for somebody who doesn't know how to pray like what is it that you like go through in your process um well I think I have to go through a few stages but um for me I feel it so when I said I used to hear I I hear God which doesn't sound like words Mm -hmm. it's like feelings is Mm -hmm. what I used to hear when I was younger and still do and the feelings in some way I can kind of interpret them into words or closest to words. And so it's hard to explain. It's really, really hard to explain because it feels like a different language um, of emotion or of energy or of something that you can't totally explain with words. Mm -hmm. But it feels like this deepest truth, a deep love, a deep peace, and also a deep wisdom like something like sometimes when I write um, and when I receive information it's not me and so I remember like people be like oh you write like this this really resonated for me and I really like this really helped whatever you whatever I said really like touched my heart I needed to hear that in that moment in time but I what I want to share is that it doesn't it's not really me it's not like my logical mind coming up with things that sound poetic it's definitely coming from a different space Mm -hmm. and that used to happen when I like the first time I would receive very clear information was when I was young on an airplane I'd be like high up in the sky and I remember just like grabbing like asking my dad can I have a pen and a paper and I would write all kinds of stuff even just like on napkins on the plane and it was all about love and peace and wisdom and I was like a little girl mm-hmm. so it was like how would I this isn't my brain yeah actually coming up with these things this is this is God this is something beyond me mm-hmm. you know I'm just able to hear it yeah and connect it and then interpret it into words into the language that we speak yeah so but I think that for people who are just attempting to get connected and develop their own personal relationship, and this could even be for people who do go to an organized religion Mm -hmm. and who do go to churches, because showing up to a church and saying, okay, yes, I believe these things and I will get baptized and I will take on all of these belief systems. There are many people who do that because they want to have a relationship with God and even though they do all of these action steps still don't have a personal relationship with God Mm -hmm. so you can do all these things but that doesn't necessarily mean that you are having this relationship Mm -hmm. this is a very deep personal thing to have and in the beginning it's really hard because in the beginning, sometimes you have to deal with things that maybe are uncomfortable to deal with. Mm-hmm. Maybe they are things that you regret. Maybe there are things that you feel 
like going into this is going into truth. Yeah. And when you go into truth, you also have to deal with the truth of yourself. Mm. And sometimes maybe there are things that you feel ashamed about. And when you go in to connect, those things surface. Mm-hmm. So then you're like, okay, wait, no, I must be doing it wrong. Why am I feeling this? Why are these emotions coming up? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I'm not doing this right. Yeah. Well, I want to invite that you are and to trust that what there sometimes is to address in the beginning when you start going into this space of truth is forgiveness so if you have things that you feel guilty about if you have things that you feel ashamed about if you have things that um maybe you don't want to deal with about yourself and that's what comes up for you then what i want to share with people is to start having compassion for yourself because having a relationship with god is complete 100 percent love and compassion and so what you sometimes need, you're not being judged by anything else other than you. Mm-hmm. But until you can learn to be compassionate with yourself and until you can learn to be fully, fully forgiving because there is no one who's making you feel bad except for you. So what there is that comes up is just an op- a really, really great opportunity for you to forgive yourself, Mm -hmm. for you to love yourself, for you to let go of things, and for you to have this enormous compassion that you might not even understand yet. But the second you judge yourself, you're not in connection with God. Because that pure trust, love, wisdom, peace, is not judging you. The only one that's judging you is you. Mm -hmm. So when you go into this space to get connected and if you start feeling negative emotions, then it's perfect because the work there for you to start with is to forgive yourself Mm -hmm. and to love yourself Mm -hmm. and to be kind to yourself and to allow yourself to let go of these things from your past, these parts of you that maybe you don't fully accept, but we all have those parts of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And then the trick is to love all of it and to not beat yourself up. Mm -hmm. So when you start connecting, sometimes you do deal with things that aren't your favorite thing to deal with. But the good news is, that all there is to do is to love yourself and to forgive yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I love that explanation. I feel like that makes a lot of sense. Like like you said, it goes hand in hand with meditation. Um, so for us listen, uh, listeners that don't really know how to meditate, it's that's one of the forms is like bringing up things that are, you know, weighing on your mind, weighing on your heart that, you and so basically just spending that quiet time with God with you know working through those emotions working through how you really feel and what's um you know like your truth like you said and then the other part of like 
the prayer is also listening. So listening to God's guidance from there. Mm -hmm. And I think we get so much clarity just from like when you have a conversation with somebody and you have a problem, you're talking about it, you're talking about it and you don't even need them to say anything. All of a sudden you have the answers, you know? And so I think that's the same thing as when you're praying is you're working through all of your, you know, whatever you're going through in your life. And then, you know, without even knowing it, God's already putting the answers into your heart. And so like for you, you said like, it's a feeling, it's emotion. Like, yeah, it's, it's that energy that's, um, you know, coming from God, that's being placed in your heart and it's going to help you. Well, like when you, I kind of always envisioned like God is this ever running stream of water. Mm-hmm. So if I, and, and it's this ever running flowing stream of goodness, of love, like the most powerful love, like I don't even think that we can actually access it through our human mind. It's way grander, mm-hmm. but we can try. And so when you go to the stream, I always envisioned it like me going to the stream of goodness going to the stream to drink the water and that water is always there and that water is perfect love harmony peace abundance I mean absolute true forgiveness because there is nothing wrong and this a wonderful like comfort it was very it's like very peaceful to me it's like almost like you feel nothing but in that nothing is everything and so this stream that I would envision going to is always there. So when you go to this stream, if there's anything in the way, it's good that you address those things that are in the way because those things that are in the way are actually you. It's like you being in the way of the stream because the stream is always there. The stream is not judging. The stream is not uh giving love the stream is always giving love so if you're not getting love it's because you're in the way Mm. and there's forgiveness to go through and there's trust you know um inside of the healing work that i do when you're asking yourself or god um or when you get connected like what should i do what do i need Mm -hmm. it's trusting that what comes up is true do Mm -hmm. I need sleep do I need to forgive myself do I need to make changes in my life Mm -hmm. do I need to um, love someone instead of hold a grudge with them Mm -hmm. so it's pretty clear what has to get addressed it's just trusting Mm -hmm. that when you go to connect and there is something there that you trust that that is the thing for you to work through Mm -hmm. That whatever comes up, it's like looking in the mirror and when you see what comes up in looking at you, that is what is there to be addressed. There, That is what is there to, to work through in order to feel the goodness, in order to drink the, the flow of the water, you know? And so I think for people, it could scare them. It's very scary. Mm-hmm. When you go to connect with God, and you're confronted with things it's scary Mm -hmm. it's probably the most scariest place yeah it's the most personal it's the most truthful 
it is scary as fuck for people. Mm-hmm. And I remember this because I would have to deal with this yeah. for myself and I'd have to deal with my humanity. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I didn't like my humanity. And sometimes I didn't like who I was becoming or who I was. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be like, well, fuck, now I have to change. Now I have to make these choices. And it'd be like, yeah, you mm-hmm. do. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, that's really what there is to do. In order for me to feel the goodness, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it's messy, sometimes it's not easy, oftentimes it's not easy. Um, but in order to feel the goodness and get the rewards, sometimes you have to learn and grow and go through uh, the uncomfortableness of things, life, situations, regret, choices, all of this stuff. You have to be willing to go through it in order to get out of it Mm -hmm. and in order to get the actual goodness that is there for you that everybody deserves to receive yeah i loved that metaphor you used the ever what is it ever flowing ever flowing goodness river (laughs) river. (laughs) i feel like it was like in my mind it was like the river of love it was the river of hope i really love that because like i am gonna start thinking of that when i pray because I think also part of coming from like religious background of judgment, like I sometimes start off my prayers with, sorry, I haven't prayed. <laughs> like, uh-huh. like, sorry, like I feel like I'm in trouble sometimes. And mm. I don't know if it's just stemmed from that, but like, you know, going into it with that different mentality that the love isn't running out, that there is no judgment. And like you said, you're in the way. Like, I feel like that's a beautiful way to, to think about it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times what we've learned doesn't always benefit us, you know. Um, Unfortunately, like, people learn shame, people learn guilt, people learn beating themselves up and having this addiction to wanting to be quote-unquote perfect, you know, um, that doesn't exist. And, like, sometimes I'll have a conversation with my boyfriend after something has happened and he'll you know say I just feel like I can't ever get it right I'm Mm -hmm. like yeah you're not (laughs) you know like so what and it's there there is no right way there's Mm -hmm. just like different things that happen and I have conversations with him because he like well I'm like it's great that you want me to forgive you and of course I will always forgive but the real thing is for you to forgive yourself a whole lot faster Mm -hmm. because you're torturing yourself by trying to be perfect. Yeah. Like you're not perfect. Mm -hmm. We are not perfect. Mm -hmm. And I embrace my imperfections as much as I embrace, like I embrace my negative side as much as I embrace my positive Mm -hmm. and, um, or what I perceive as positive. But I embrace all of myself. You know, sometimes I love being around people. Sometimes I want to be left alone in complete, you know, solitude. And I used to judge myself for that before. Like, why am I like this? Well, that's the way I am. Mm -hmm. You know, I love myself and I'm not going to expect myself to be any different than who I exactly am. Mm -hmm. You know, I leave myself open for growth. But I also leave myself 100% open for fully accepting myself, fully loving myself at any moment in time because I am perfect the way I am. 
you know, and I think everybody is perfect the way they are. And the access to growth is accepting who you are right now and not feeling like there's something wrong with you. I mean, I think too many people just are constantly feeling like there's something wrong with them. Mm -hmm. But we're human. Mm -hmm. And being human is having every color of the rainbow of emotions. Mm -hmm. It is one of the most complex things. Like animals don't have what we have. They're more instinctual. But they don't have the dynamic emotion that we have. We're Mm -hmm. very, very unique. Especially women. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, so I feel like going to the river is just the place of peace. And Mm -hmm. it's the the place of trust. Mm -hmm. And when you're looking for answers in particular, when you go to the river and you're asking for the question, you're ask. I'm sorry, when you're asking for the answers, then trust that what you're hearing is the truth. Mm-hmm. Because you're the one asking, and you're the one wanting to dive in, and mm-hmm. you're the one wanting to go deeper. Yeah. And so when you want to do that, just trust that what is coming up is the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> I love that. So is there any other, like, any other tips or, you know, insight on connecting? Is that mostly, like, what you like to do and what you recommend for people trying to get Well, I think, yeah, I think what I recommend is to start not judging yourself and also to stop judging others. Um... I think this is very hard, but when you, the more judgment, judgmental energy you have in yourself, in your body, I think it can create a distance. And so I, I, if, if it were, if it were up to me, which it isn't, but I would just invite people to practice not judging and Mm -hmm. having non-judgmental energy. So anytime you start thinking of other people, like you're giving up so much precious time Mm -hmm. by wasting it on other people. Why are they doing that? Why do they believe that? This is wrong. I am right. Um, And just the amount of time that people spend judging other people is a really, really big waste of time. And it doesn't help you to get connected. Mm -hmm. So I would just be aware of how much are you judging other people? How much are you judging other belief systems? Mm -hmm. How much are you judging others? Like don't waste your time there. Mm -hmm. It's such a disconnection. Just Mm -hmm. forgive anything that is like sucking up your negative, like putting in negative energy, just forgive it Mm -hmm. and focus on love, focus on loving yourself. If you can't access loving other people, then just focus on loving yourself. That's a great use of your time. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think wasting time on judging other people, um, is not a good use of time and I think it creates friction and like distance Mm -hmm. you know because everybody is on their own everybody has a right to do exactly what they feel is right for them Mm -hmm. and you don't know what other people are going through 
Mm-hmm. So it's silly to even entertain as if you know. You don't know. Mm-hmm. Just focus on you. Mm-hmm. And I think if you focus just on you, it can allow you to get closer and closer and connect easier and easier. Yeah. And the other thing that I want to just express is because when people ask me, well, what is God? And I, I just kind of want to clarify that it is an innate truth. It is a relationship to be developed. It is love. It is the most powerful, pure love that we could ever experience. It is peace and it is complete trust and it is complete harmony with the universe, with the world. We're all connected. We're all connected to each other and we're all connected to this energy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's hard for me to completely, in words, explain what I feel, which is challenging sometimes. Um, yeah. But I think for those of you who are on your spiritual journey and who are looking to connect to something deeper, just trust that it is there. And the more you spend time and the more you nurture that and the more you listen and even look at yourself in the mirror. I used to connect to God just by looking at my own eyeballs in the mirror. Mm. And it would be like this, whoa, like really intense energy. And when I need strength, I go to the mirror and I look at my eyes. I connect to my eyeballs. It's a very surreal experience. Mm. And I get connected to God, yeah. you know, so it's a, it's a complete source of power. Like I talk about being powerful a lot and I talk about being powerful a lot, not coming from like an ego place. It's be, it's coming from the source of true power. Like we are meant to be powerful. Mm-hmm. Every person has access to true power, true love, true forgiveness. And that wisdom that makes you feel like you're part of something much deeper and much bigger because we actually are. Yes. Love this. Amazing. (laughs) Thank you so much for your insight. I feel so enlightened. And I hope that you all listening feel enlightened as well and took away something great from that conversation. Sounds good. So... I think we were going to talk about maybe the next one we were going to talk about was uh, self-love, which kind of yes. goes into this conversation as well. Yeah, I was going to mention actually that I'll, if you want, if our listeners want to go back to some of the other podcasts, we have uh, Forgiveness, which we talked a little bit about today, but Lisa really dives into steps of forgiveness for yourself, for others. It's a really great episode if you guys want to check that out. Do we have another self-love? We have we have um, affirmations. Yeah, after the power of affirmations. Affirmations is another great episode to listen to. All of them are actually, so listen to all of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I just finished my first deck of healing cards, which is a deck that looks kind of like a poker, like it's going to, they come in a box, like a, like a poker deck, like a card game. Um, but they're actually artwork that I put together and they're affirmations and you could do one a day. And so there's, it's a set of 35 and I gave people five extras 
to give away. So you get 35, but you get 30 for yourself. And there are affirmations that you can do once a day. And so that is on my website and you can purchase that. I think they're like $13 and you get your deck, but I'm also gonna do more isolated decks too. Mm -hmm. So this one is just a, a month of different affirmations, so but I'm going to be working on like isolated um, decks. So one will be all about forgiveness. One will be all about self-love. One will be all for mirror so work. Amazing. You'll yeah. be amazed just how much like one affirmation a day could make a difference. So that's so yeah. exciting. And then it. your website, want to tell them what the website is? Yeah, it's Living Life Purple. And you can listen to all the podcasts there and you can look at the website to order um, any of the decks that I have up um, for the affirmation work and the healing cards. So yeah, hope you guys check them out. I have so much fun putting this work together and I hope that it gets received to the people who really want it in their life. And I just, you know, wish and pray that you pull it in and become powerful creators in your life. So thanks, guys. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. And if you did, please feel free to subscribe to my website at livinglifepurple.com so that you can be notified whenever a new episode or a new educational video is released. You can also leave a comment or rate this podcast so that we can be found by more people who are interested in this type of healing work. I hope by listening to this podcast, you are inspired to go out into the world and share your own positive energy with others because it does matter. I wish you a wonderful day and I hope to see you next time.